You are listening to the Bulls Cast with Chris Stonage and Ben Goddard, your independent Hereford FC podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bulls Cast, your number one independent Hereford FC podcast brought to you by the Hereford Times. Uh, I'm Chris Stonage and I am joined by Ben Goddard as per usual. Sorry for missing last week, Ben. I left you all in your solitary self. You did, yeah. It was very, very lonely podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but what what a difference two weeks makes. I know. It's all what? good vibes, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, we was sat here two weeks ago saying how uh it was a bit desperate need of a win. And all of a sudden, three come along. Not just two, three. <laughs> like three London at once. buses. Like London yeah. buses, mate. I mean, <laughs> I you won't at... get three Herefordshire buses. I mean, we 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 were we were wallowing in self pity of Hereford, you know, just hovering above the the relegation zone, and now all of a sudden, another win takes them two points off the playoffs, which is just five five points. Well, they're five points off them now, and, and uh, if, if they win again, which uh, may yeah. happen. <laughs> it could happen the way yeah. that it's going everyone else loses yeah <laughs> <laughs> look we're all, we're all about the positivity here today but um yeah so we'll start off with the with the wins um you know against Chorley uh Ben that, that was the one that we did, did spoke you... about Chorley last week when you weren't here oh did you oh well, that's a shame but I, I want to know mate. How, <laughs> how was it how was it was I can't it... remember that far back it was like <laughs> Ten days ago, a lifetime ago in the we'll, world. We'll leave, we'll, leave Chorley, we'll leave Chorley then. We'll leave Chorley. We'll move <laughs> yeah, on. We can, we can recap Chorley. What happened? We'll recap it. What, what happened, mate? How, how was it? Was it good fun? I'm trying to, trying to recap off the top of my head now. What happened? Oh, yeah. Hereford missed a couple of chances. And then uh, Story broke away and scored. And Hereford won. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> that is, and that is the story of it. Um, moving on to you know, the game uh, on the weekend. Guysley. Uh, and a long, long trip for you, Ben. We we, we cover we cover yeah. some long trips for you, but guys, you must be right up there. Yeah, well, it's not it's not too bad. Yeah, I know. There's worse. There's worse places to go. Mm. Yeah, and then, and they're lovely guys. They, I mean, you get there and it's a bit of a it's a bit of a shed of a ground and yeah, two two little stands and terrible press area. There's like <laughs> you you all have sympathy, but the listeners won't. But we all have sympathy. It's like. It's like a horizontal desk. So oh, you put no. your laptop on it, just slides straight off. Oh, no. <laughs> and like a tiny little lip on the end to try and stop your laptop falling off. <laughs> and the home press have Velcro on their laptop and Velcro on the desk. And they kind of stick it to the desks. I mean, to be fair, that's innovative. That really, really is. Um, and it's like, you can't move because it's like, it's re- really is... Um, it really is squashed in. So like you, you get I got there at about one o'clock and didn't move till didn't move an inch until uh probably uh, like five o'clock. <laughs> so it's about four hours sat within a, like sat, sat completely still ish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's another another win on the road, mate. And yeah, as you mentioned, well, I think it was um Lloyd and McLean who scored, was it? Or was that last night? Am I am I, am I going crazy? No, no, you're right. Yeah, See, there we go. Yeah. I, 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 do, I, I was keeping up with the Hereford Times blog, which you can always um, keep an eye on uh, on Twitter and on the, and on the website. Um, but yeah, um, two goals, mate. Talk us through them. Yeah, so um, 
McLean, I got I got loads of stick on. Well, first the McLean set up the uh, the first one, getting to the byline, and then just fizzed it back across. And Ryan Lloyd was grateful to slam home. Um, Geisley did look an all right side really. They they kind of huffed and puffed a bit. They had a couple of pacey wingers to keep Patrick Finney busy in one end and Hodgkiss on the other. And they they looked okay. They looked like they could probably win a couple of games, lose a couple. They as they always do, and they'll they'll be all right in this league. But they they won't do anything. They won't be in the top half. But so yeah, and um, Hereford kind of it was probably a 50-50 first half really. Um, maybe Hereford just edged it, maybe just about. Um, and then yeah, Ryan McLean kind of did the broke away. Well, firstly the the game obviously turned when Story got um, injured. It was a bad head injury. We've seen a lot of them this season where they're just, just su- such a competitive league and everyone wants to win every ball and there's lots of head injuries, lots because no, no one's given an inch. I think just because the league's so tight and everyone's beating everyone, so every ball in the air seems to be there for the winning and everyone's committing everything, to, which, you, which as fans you want to see your players committing, but... On the, the bad end of that is when two players from either side are both committing everything to a ball and it's in the air. And sometimes bad tackles come in. And we've seen Owen Evans get concussion. We've seen Luke Haynes get concussion. Now we've seen Miles Story get concussion and knocked out and had taken to hospital and ambulance came and got him. So that kind of, I kind of, we could have really put a, a dampener on her. Well, it did put a dampener on the day, but. It could have really upset Hereford um, game-wise because obviously Miles Stories was the main man for the last uh, well, well, the last couple of months really for Hereford, a main outlaw attack, and and so to lose him after twenty minutes with a game nil-nil, poised at nil-nil, you kind of thought, oh, where where did Hereford go from here? Luckily, Celia Schmel had returned. His agent had let him return. I don't know what his agent. Had, I think maybe he couldn't find anywhere else to play that given <laughs> the money that he wanted, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's just me being a bit sceptical. And he's back. And he's Reading back. between the lines, that's what, what seems to have happened. And he's back. Well, he's back. Uh, which is, I mean, I don't think, I think the lad was told by his agent what to do. I don't think he had any say in leaving Hereford. He was probably told he'd get more money elsewhere and maybe ill-advised. Um, but he's back anyway. He's back and he's playing well, Zelly. So um, he came in and, and did a good job, to be fair. And um, McLean stepped up. And we've been asking for McLean to step up, really, for the last... He's he's he's, he's had some good good spells for Hereford this season, but he just hasn't quite clicked in front of goal. Confidence hasn't really been there. And um, we'll move on to our second point in a minute. But um, So he, he, he broke way down the left, pulled the ball back for Ryan Lloyd, put Hereford ahead. Um, second half, Hereford kind of controlled the game better than they had in the first half. Um, and then Ryan McLean's through again, rounds the goalkeeper and blazes over the bar. And uh, I made a couple of comments on the radio that come back to haunt me. And uh, oh, wow. about the the the, uh, the last person you wanted the ball to fall to was Ryan McLean. And because uh, two minutes later, he gets the ball again, beats <laughs> his man and somehow steers it home from a really tight angle past the goalkeeper into the bottom corner and you're like well he's <laughs> complete contrast to the, yeah. the shot he has 30 seconds earlier so he made, really made up for that miss that I was quite scathing about and uh, 
And yeah, I think a couple of fans told me to eat humble pie. So, and that's what I did. Absolutely. <laughs> you always got to do Because he needed that goal full of confidence and he needed it. And as commentators, reporters, it's always going to happen. You're always going to eat humble pie at some point. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Honestly. And uh, you know what? I, I've been pushing it on uh, on on Twitter as well. That I, in, in the, at the moment, like Liverpool's Nico Williams has been doing really well for Wales. And I've been telling everyone to eat humble pie because I've been on that train. And Ben, you are on that train. I mean, Ryan McLean, um, before we go into Blythe, I mean, uh, which is the game that he absolutely excelled in once again. Um, how 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 are you feeling? Because you know he's a young player coming into a new league. Um, he, he's obviously taking time to settle, but he has really really been important for Hereford in the last couple of games. Yeah, no, he's really stepped up. He was left out the side for quite a while. Um, he was playing second fiddle to Harry Pinchard, um, and now Pinchard's um, carrying knocks, um, so he's left out. Although I saw him vault across a. Uh, a barrier to get to a different seated area last night, so it can't be too bad. <laughs> but he's a, he's apparently injured, so um, so he's out. So it's um, so McLean had to step up really, and he really has done. Um, he's been excellent. The last the Blythe game, um, Chorley game, he played well as well. Again, uh, releasing story, playing well, and um, but yeah, especially Geisley. Geisley and Blythe, he's been a really good standout player. Um, got man on match last night. But yeah, following from Geisley, after, after McLean's put her kind of cruising a little bit. And then the referee gives the most bizarre penalty. No one claiming for it at all. This referee, the same referee that gave Tom Owen Evans a dodgy penalty at Geisley last year for Hereford to win 1-0, got, wanted to get his revenge on Hereford and gave Geisley the most ridiculous penalty of eight minutes to go. and uh, But luckily, the uh, karma came back to bite the referee because the, the striker blazed it over the bar and slipped. <laughs> so, just deserved oh, yeah. we're done. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I want to talk about um, Blythe, and the I, I want to shout out the six fans who made the 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 long long way? Was it? I think it was six, wasn't it, Ben? I think it was more like twelve. I think I'd counted. Yeah. I'd, gone, I'd gone a bit early on the fan count, to be honest. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> I, like that is one hell of a journey to make on yeah. a Tuesday night. Shout out to you guys. If any of you managed to listen to this, um, you're absolute heroes. And they're such lovely people, Blythe. Like that accent is just incredible. The North the Northeast accent. It's you can't thing, understand yeah. them. <laughs> the press guy came up to the box and was like, oh, hey, oh, hey, man. I'll try. And, uh, like, they're such lovely people. I always have a good time when we go up to Blythe. Um, lovely people. Shame the football team aren't a bit better. But yeah. Uh, and he was looking for the bar. So he for, the media guy was going for a pint. <laughs> I love that. Two. Uh, he might have ne- needed it, Ben. He might have needed it um, because, yeah, because Hereford once again. To get him through the game, he probably knew what was coming. <laughs> I mean, Her- Hereford, yeah, as you mentioned, is it a McLean brace? I believe you, I read. Um, yeah, uh, no, uh, McLean got the um, the opening goal. Oh, McLean got uh, the opening so goal, and then uh, yeah, yeah, but McLean could have had quite a few more, really. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, could he have more? Yeah, he, he was causing chaos in the first yeah. half. They could not live with him at all. Um, he had a couple of shots. I think one was say one went over the bar. 
a couple into the danger box. And then, yeah, his, his effort. Um, I was talking off the record with him after. Just he was getting his man of the match award, and um, and he was saying a couple of weeks weeks ago he probably wouldn't have hit that shot last night because his confidence wasn't there to to have a shot from there. And as it happens, you take a shot and um, it takes a wicked deflection off a defender and loops over the goalkeeper for the opening goal. So it just shows what confidence does for players and teams as well. Oh. I, I no doubt four weeks ago, Terry would not have shot from that area. They, he'd, McLean would have put it in the box and the chance would have probably gone. Whereas he, he had a had a go, had a shot um, into a dangerous area with some power on it, just takes a wicked deflection and, and goals come from that all the time. You always see deflections taking it past goalkeepers and uh, it's just, if you don't don't get your lottery ticket. You don't win the lottery. That's all. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We love it. We love a cheeky football cliche. <laughs> um, um, so you know, we, you always blew Josh Gallen's trumpet. You always were there saying, you know, there will be a time where it will click. Yeah. You feel like this is the time now where Hereford can really push on up towards you know the 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 upper echelons of the Vanarama National North. Yeah, there's confidence coming. Um, Dan Smith, another player. Missed an absolute glaring header in the first half um, last night. Um, could have put the game to bed before the half-time whistle. And then the second half um, makes a brilliant run through the defence, beats the offside trap, and then rifles it in the top corner. A hell of a shot. And you just think, like, if players can get confidence like that, Dan Smith, we haven't seen that from Dan Smith. Moving on, uh, Ben. So the, we've, we've mentioned Zeli Ismail. Um, coming in, we've also seen another new striker come in for Hereford in Janai Gordon, former West Ham youth player. Um, what can you tell us about him? Janai Gordon, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I was excited when I saw this. I know quite a few fans messaging me going, What who's this new player coming in? We got Pa and Jai, who we haven't seen a lot of, Victor Sedend, who also not seen a lot of. And the fans are asking, Who's this new lad coming then? Um, so I think it's um, he's he's obviously impressed. Um, Josh Garland has been scouting him for a while. So my initial thoughts was, right, he's a direct replacement for Miles Story. Miles Story out of concussion. They need someone to come in and replace him. He's, he's the man. Um, dual registration means you can play for Hereford for a month or however long Mars is out for, and then can go back to Stratford um, if if he's not needed or required or doesn't impress enough or whatever. So it'd just be an, um, a replacement for Mars' story. But he played well last night, and talking to Steve Burr after the game, um, he's been on the books for a while. Um, they've watched him quite a few times. Um, they've been talking to him. So... That suggests he's and also he was in training on Thursday and Miles injured Miles' story wasn't injured till Saturday. Mm. So no, so no idea that Miles' story is going to get concussion injury um, before he was signed, really. So he's obviously um, a player that Eric would want to keep around the side, fast forward, and also he he did fill in very well from the story. Um, he's obviously not quite as the caliber of Miles' story. He hasn't had the Miles Story is very experienced centre forward. He knows his game. I feel that Janai um, still has a lot to learn. 
from his game. He's uh, I think he's 25, so he's still got probably five, five, six years to learn his his what his game's about. Um, some some players don't come through till later on in their careers. Um, he's obviously been around quite a bit. Um, impressed at some places. I think he scored uh, 12 and 14 at Banbury. Someone will probably correct me for getting that wrong, but he was good strike rate at Banbury uh, in 2019, I think. And um, but he's obviously been around the clubs, um, but he needs to find a home. And we'll see if it can be Agger Street. I'm not sure, um, but he's he's a very good replacement for Miles Story and um, the next best strike option to come in. Um, I feel that he did a job that Sudend and well, we're not seeing Pat and Jai um, Pav, but um, I feel that like he did a very good job last night and just fitting in, mm. slotting in. It didn't look like there was a new player in the side that had only trained with the team once. It looked like he'd been around the squad. It looked, it didn't feel like Miles Story was in the side, but it didn't feel like there was a gaping hole either where yeah. he's missing, um, which which was important. So, um, so yeah, good. Um, happy with um, happy with his debut. Um, could have done with debut goal. I had um, golden goal ticket fifty seconds. I think my golden goal was, and uh, and he almost caught the goalkeeper napping after thirty odd seconds. Mm. I was like, oh, he's in. <laughs> he <won. laughs> Amazing. It was almost as exciting as Hereford's virtual progress, Ben. It's been a fantastic time for Chris Tonnage's Mighty Wolves Army. We uh, finished 11th in our first season, as I mentioned on a previous podcast. Been a good start to the National League and ended up getting promoted in first place, mate. It was going brilliantly. Um, we, we uh, I mean, Tom Owen Evans, I think, scored 15 goals in the league. Um, it was all going brilliantly. And then the Vanarama National League came along. Uh, we're in season one of that. And we're top of that. So, who knows? See, this is the future the Hereford fans have to plan for, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me the reins, mate. Give me the reins. <laughs> I mean, and talk about players who are still around. I mean, Brandon Hall's still around. Um, he's still still our number one. Um, Christian Pierce still plays. Tomo and Evans still plays. And I think that's it. So, How old is Christian Pierce? I think he's 36, 37, but he's, he, 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 you know, he's still a stalwart at the back. He's still still doing well. Still, he might not play every week, but dropping in and out. And of course, I've got to get, keep my boy Toby Rayton. He's always going to be there. He's always <laughs> going to be there. But yeah, it's all, it's all positive vibes off the field. And we will be back with your fantasy league updates next week with the international break um, ending. Thank goodness for that. But anyway, um, that is a... Well, that is the end of the podcast. I really hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to follow uh, Ben and I on Twitter and just to make sure you keep up uh, with everything Hereford FC as well. Um, ben, anything else from you, mate? No, no. Hopefully uh, another another win to talk about. On uh, Obviously, we've got the County Cup as well, haven't we? A week, on, on, a week to yesterday. So six days away. Yeah, yeah they're coming thick and fast, these games now. So... Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting because Jamie Bird, my uh, who's former Hereford player, played under Pete Beadle, um, played in the last promotion season to get up to National North. He's now playing at Westfields. So returning to Edgar Street, there where we, we saw him sc- score an absolute screamer on a Tuesday night game a couple of years ago. Um, I think it was against Kettering in the first season of the National North. Yeah, he's got an absolute scheme of win- winner and there was a great picture of Jamie Bird. So he's back. 
uh, Westfield, who were who were at Edgar Street on Tuesday. So I think Josh Gowlin will be very glad that Hereford's league form has picked up because Pete Beadle was notoriously sacked after Westfields beat them at Edgar Street three years ago, three, four years ago. And uh, But yeah, I think Josh Gowler will be sleeping a lot more soundly after these uh, three wins. And if they can make it four on the bounce against Chester, then maybe, maybe he can be... Uh, you can allow a bit of a weaker squad against Westfields and uh, and we'll see it and test a couple of players out. But there's a lot of players on the bench, need minutes, a lot of players keen to improve, uh, um, keen to impress the balls manager. So, yeah, it'd be an interesting game, Westfields. It'd be interesting to see who plays, who doesn't play and how the players who do play fare against Westfields, who will be well at it. And it's like it's like their cup final, their trip to Edgar Street. So, yeah, in, make sure. interesting tie on Tuesday night. We'll make sure to keep now. absolutely keep keeping on, on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday to the Chester game and on Tuesday night for the uh, the Westfield and Kidderminster and the trophy. Well, yeah, everything's all uh, <laughs> coming at uh, from every different angles. But anyway, we'll it is, it's been mad. <laughs> we'll catch you in the next podcast next week, <laughs> uh, and we'll see you then. Bye.